DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. Time to welcome in Big T Thurl Bailey. He joins us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Thurl, good morning. Good morning, guys. You know, it's a crazy time for uh, all of us, and it's weird not to have uh, March Madness and uh, NBA games. And you were right in the middle of it in Oklahoma City. I was texting with you. And, you know, for for someone like uh, Bowler or David Locke, Ron Boone, you know, they're, they're at all the games. And so if something's going to happen, they're inevitably going to be caught up in it. But, man, 50-50, you could have missed out on all of that, and I bet you would have preferred to, Thurl. <laughs> yeah, most parts of me would have, you know, as far as, you know, knowing what went down. But the other the other side of me says, you know, listen, I know I know a lot more now because, honestly, I'm not sure that any of us, until it hits home, under, understand or understood the gravity of what's going on. So in a, in a weird kind of a way, I'm kind of glad I was involved in it. I mean, going through that whole process, quarantine and all that stuff, and it wasn't any fun. But it definitely gave all of us, I think, a sense of, of how serious uh, this coronavirus is and, and how to not take it so lightly. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it was, an, it was definitely a, kind of a surreal thing to go through it all right up till till tip off in the game. But you know, you look at that experience and you look at how much you've learned from it. From a player perspective, throwing all your years in college and NBA and overseas, how much uh, concern do you have over a potential locker room rift between what we heard uh, Rudy and Donovan carrying over to the floor would be? Well, I don't even think that's the story, really. PK. I mean, yeah, Rudy admits that he was a little careless and not taking it seriously at first. And um, listen, he didn't know he had the virus. And I think that you know the poor guy's been beat up enough. And 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 I think the only thing that really exacerbated it was the fact that you know, obviously he was caught on film touching microphones. And I think he, he regrets that, obviously, but. No, I, I don't think that that's, that's really the story right now. I think the story is everybody doing what they have to do to, to be safe because I honestly and I personally think that if it wasn't him, if he wasn't the first, uh, you know, I think it, eventually it would have hit home with some, someone else from some other team. Who knows? But uh, I think it's, all, it's given us all a sense of... of you know, taking this a lot more serious than we did before. I know I know it has me. Big T Thurl Bailey join us here on ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. I agree with you. It was gonna it was gonna happen to some pro athlete at some point. I guess no the question. the weird thing about it is what happened with Rudy and then what happened with the Jazz Thunder game triggers the NBA shutting down and then that triggers a bunch of sports leagues shutting down and that triggers Multiple press conferences from 
president, various governors, including here in our own state, but other governors doing their own thing in their state. And if you go back, it's weird. Like it, uh, let's see, the game tipped off at six o'clock Mountain Time on Wednesday, right? The attitude of everybody in America at five thirty was so different than the attitude of everybody, you know, at ten uh, thirty. And certainly what happened Thursday, Friday, is all the dominoes have fallen to restaurants. PK's talking about his gym closing. It changed everybody's attitude. Well, they were going to fall anyway, you know. And it it just so happened that we view Rudy as kind of triggering that. But in a good way, you know, if you can think of it that way, it was inevitable. It was going to happen. I mean, you look at the we we look at all that was going on overseas and and going on now in Italy. Um, I don't know if any of us thought it was going to get that serious because it really hadn't hit home yet. I mean, we we had a few cases here and there, and um, and so uh, you know, I, I I think it was it was bound to happen. It's just how it was going to happen, and it seemed that that incident in Oklahoma City triggered a lot, and like you said, the dominoes fell from there. You also have a son who plays college basketball, and I believe they, Marquette would have been in the NCAA tournament. Uh, how disappointing was he, and how disappointed are you for all those kids? I'm disappointed in the fact that they don't get a chance to experience that. Uh, that's what you thats what you play sports for at the collegiate level, is to have an opportunity to be a champion. And so um, the reality of it is, it, it, again, it was going to happen. Um, as a matter of fact, my son was on the bus on the way to shoot around, on the way to practice for the Big East tournament. And on the way uh, to Madison Square Garden, the news came down. So, uh, you know, that was that, so to speak. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I like some of the steps that the NCAA is taking to, to give. Uh, you know, that extra year eligibility to some of the spring and fall sports. But, um, you know, they have yet to see if there's anything that could possibly be done for the winter sports folks. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's disappointing. He's very disappointed because that's, you know, he played uh, in the tournament last year, obviously, and they got knocked out in the first round. But, you know, that's why you work so hard to be able to, to be one of those select few that get to to go on. So is your is your son a senior? I've lost track of time completely. No, he's not. Okay. No, he's just a sophomore. Good. Okay. Wow. I was like, holy cow, time's flying if that's the case. Did, did he, is he giving you any idea how many seniors would be interested in taking that? Because some people are going to, you know, go on with their lives. They're going to go play pro ball or go to whatever job. Maybe somebody's going to grad school or something. I don't know. How many people would really be interested in that? Is, does he have any idea? Uh, no, I don't think he really does. I know that a few of the seniors on his team probably would not take advantage of it. You know, guys like Marcus Howard, I think, uh, is ready to move on. Uh, Jace Johnson, who was a grad transfer from Utah, I think he's ready to to move on as well. But uh, I'm sure that there's some out there that that may have the opportunity, if if they don't have the opportunity to play professional basketball here in the States or overseas, 
I mean, why not? They probably would take advantage of, of getting another shot at it. This is obviously the weirdest situation that we've ever encountered as far as from the professional level with the NBA to have all this time off. And I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm pretty sure you don't know what's going to happen. But from a competitive perspective, what do you think might be in the best situation for everybody involved? As far as what? As far as sports, the the NBA, or... Resuming what? the season at some point, or not resuming the season. Well, yeah, I think I think the priority right now, obviously, is, is, is getting through this. I, I really think in some way, and maybe that's just my glass-half-full attitude, in some way that will be better for this um, after it has passed, after we have done all that we can do. Uh, and you know, right now it's it's about being informative. I mean, we we were so uh, entrenched in all the information. Uh, Dr. Angela Dunn from the state Utah State Department of Health really laid it laid it down to us so we could understand exactly um, the rules and and you know everything that they know about the virus and how contagious it is and, and if you can spread it and so all those things. I think we we've become smarter, obviously, in this particular situation on on you know how not to spread it and how to bring that that curve down, if you will, of of its contagiousness. But um, you know, I I think that's really all we can do right now. I mean, there's there's some people obviously who may not be in a position to take the full blunt of what this means financially. I mean, even the NBA teams are looking at what the financial hit is, I'm sure, right now, not just from a a basketball standpoint, but no concerts and arenas and no, you know, no events and things like that. So it, it obviously means a lot financially. You know, you look at the stock market and what that's done. So I don't know, PK, there's not a lot you can do, but just, you know, take care of your, your family and uh, you know, make your your kids understand what's going on. Um, but I I presume that at some point, um, and you know, some of the folks I talk to say the NBA doesn't quite know, but they're possibly thinking a you know a June time. I, I know that Adam Silver was going to reevaluate in 30 days, but I don't think there's any definitive time that. Uh, they see things kicking off again. Big T, Thurl Bailey joining us. Uh, you know, people know you from NC State and the run to the NCAA championship and playing with the Jazz. But in between your two tours with the Jazz, because you came back and did a year uh, late in your career, uh, you were in Italy for a while. And obviously, Italy's being in the news. Do you know people in Italy? Have you talked to anyone there about what it's like? Because from everything we've heard, they've had it a lot worse than us. They got it first than us. And... It's been bad. Have you have you heard anything? Absolutely have. I have a lot of friends over there, and I go, I travel over there every summer to do basketball camps and visit my friends. Obviously, that's changed, but I have spoken to some of my friends, and they're just on total lockdown. I mean, they're at home. Um, they need to go to the grocery store or something like that. But I mean, I think 
what you see on the news is is a is just a narrow kind of perspective of of the whole country uh people are trying to to uh find anything i mean singing from balconies and uh just trying to be cheerful until they get through it but yeah it's real it's real and it, it's uh it's probably hit there the hardest that it, it has anywhere and so um but all the folks that i know are are doing what they're supposed to do and and none have really been affected directly So, I don't live in an apartment like those singing from balconies, but why is it when I go outside in my backyard and sing, the neighbors yell at me to shut up? <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I know that's a rhetorical question. Because <laughs> I've heard you sing as well. <laughs> oh, PK. <laughs> Does that answer your question? What a man, what a man, what a mighty good PK. <laughs> I kissed a girl and I liked it. Oh, right there. <laughs> Wait, right there the other day I'm singing... I'm in the backyard, I'm singing Oh Sola Mia, and they yell at me to be quiet, Thurl. What's going on? <laughs> well, they're probably, uh, uh, you know, there's there's a few solutions for that. I know that a lot of people are, they have their, their headphones in, and I don't know. I, I think that you might want to stay inside and sing, but... Uh, you know, there's a thing called auto-tune out there, PK. <laughs> you might want to think about investing in that. <laughs> All right, Big T. We appreciate you checking in and uh, sharing your perspective on everything that went down in Oklahoma City and uh, talking to the Lensei tournament with us in Italy. Thanks for, uh, thanks for a few minutes. Hey, no problem. You guys be safe. All right. Big T, Thurl Bailey, right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Man, Big T's in the middle of it as much as anybody. When you know a bunch of people in Italy and when you were traveling with the Jazz on that trip to Oklahoma City, that, that puts you right in the middle of it in a big, big way. All right. Big T, Thurl Bailey, coming up. Well, then plus gonna... his son. I'm sorry. What was that, PK? His son being involved in the NCAA level, too. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. When we come back, Sam Merrill, Utah State Guard. The Aggie will join us here in a moment, and we will talk to him about uh, everything he's gone through. And uh, the Aggie basketball team, uh, what a crazy roller coaster for them. We will talk with uh, Sam Merrill. He's going to join us in about 10 minutes right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hit us up on social media, how much you're missing sports. we got a lot of people weighing in on that. We've also got the question out about the all-conference, all-state, uh, you know, state MVP, state coach of the year. If you build a first team, five guys, who would it be from the in-state schools? Uh, we talked about that earlier this morning. That's out there on Twitter, David DJ James. You can hit us up there as well. All right, we are joined right now. By Steve Waite from Simply, and he's got a product that might help you if your business is relocating employees out of the office, sending them home to work from home, social distancing, and all of that. Here's Steve. Steve, good morning. 
Good morning. Thanks, DJ. So simply, uh, we are a local business phone service provider based here in Sandy. And our question for business owners is this. Uh, in this current environment, how are you going to communicate with your customers and provide the same level of customer service when your employees need to work from home due to the coronavirus outbreak? Does your current business phone solution operate the same whether your employees are at home or in the office? Now, keep in mind, you'll need a better solution than just call forwarding your phone number to a cell phone. With Simply, your employees can make, receive, transfer, or put calls on hold. They can text, chat, and communicate with customers from home as if they were in the office. We can also integrate our phone solution into most of the major CRMs, like the Salesforces, the HubSpots, and the Zoho's of the world. We provide features such as click-to-call, inbound call pops with your client's information. We can log all those phone calls. We can log all your text communication as well inside your CRM. We work with any size company, and we're talking from one employee up to 300-plus employees. Again, we want businesses to stay safe, so if you need a phone service that can allow your employees to work from home, please call Simply. We, have your, we can have your team up and running and ready to work from home in one business day. Call us at 801-676-2222 or email me, steveW at simply.net, and simply is spelled S-I-M-P-L-I-I. Again, our number is 801-676-2222. And DJ, for listeners, mention 1280 The Zone, and we will give you your first month of service for free. All right. The number, 801-676-2222. Steve from Simply, right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Tom Brady says on social media that he is going to be leaving the New England Patriots. It's all over. Chris Sims, NBC Sports, reported a couple days ago that it was down to the Buccaneers and the Patriots. No word yet from Tom Brady on where he is going. We know where Kyle Van Noy is going. The former BYU star, the former New England Patriot, is leaving for Miami. A four-year contract worth $51 million. He reunites with former Patriot defensive coordinator Brian Flores in South Beach. Dallas Cowboys retain wide receiver Mari Cooper on a five-year deal worth $100 million. Marcus Mariota, the former number two overall pick, signs a free agent deal with the Raiders after he lost his starting quarterback job in Tennessee to Ryan Tannehill. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Syringa Networks. Syringa Networks is home to complete business telecom and IT solutions. Backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communications for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? 
Kristen Kenny on the big show. You had an experience that might have gone even farther into this whole thing. You kind of look back and look at it like it was a movie or a dream. Just surreal. I think dealing with the aftermath of it is more challenging actually than when we were physically there. Just seeing now the trickle down effect overall on our state and our nation. But you know, during that time when we were there, it was absolutely surreal. And there's still a lot of unknowns. But I really think it was incredible how the situation was handled, which brought a lot of ease and comfort. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram in Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. Sam Merrill scheduled to join us here in a few minutes. Stay with us for that. We'll talk to the Aggies star right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time to talk about all the other stuff we've been talking about during the show today. Uh, And, of course, the big news this morning, Tom Brady going to social media and saying he's all done with the New England Patriots. He'll turn 43 this summer, testing free agency. He's been linked to a lot of teams, the Colts, the Titans, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Bucks, some of them we know have moved on. Uh, Tannehill signed a big contract with the Titans and crossed them off the list. Uh, John Gruden made it pr- pretty clear the Raiders aren't making a change at quarterback. Uh, the Chargers have made a change. Rivers is supposed to end up with the Colts. Uh, former coach, natural uh, partnership there for him to rejoin Frank Reich. They work together in San Diego. Uh, Chris Sims from NBC Sports said a few days ago he reported that it was down to the Bucks and the Patriots. So if he's right, this has all the uh, signs of uh, Tom Brady giving it uh, one day to say goodbye to the Patriots and then tomorrow hello to the Bucks. We'll see if that's how it really plays out. It seems like that's the most likely scenario. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, Carolina also uh, came out that they're giving Cam Newton permission to seek a trade too. So I don't know if that would be something for Tom Brady, but that's nevertheless news because Cam Newton has been pretty much the face of that franchise, I think, for a good long while. I know he's been in and out of the lineup recently. And never really capitalized on that Super Bowl run. It seems like he was building up to something, had it, and then it fast as he it took a long time to get it, and just as fast or faster it went away. Uh, but Tom Brady clearly is the story, and and that will be a dramatic impact uh, on whatever team he signs with, uh, and it's a dramatic impact on the league. And it's funny because it's a dramatic impact on the sports world when the sports world is basically dormant right now in terms of competition, the Tom Brady story is, it would be one for the ages anyway, but particularly right now when there's just basically nothing else to talk about sports-wise. Well, I can tell you, if anybody and anyone who's got ESPN can vouch uh, for me on this, they are crushing it with Tom Brady video. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying because yeah. the sound's down. Well, I think they would anyway. Yeah. Yeah. DJ and PK, it's time to welcome in now Sam Merrill, Utah State Aggie guard and the hero of the Mountain West Conference tournament run to the championship for the second straight year. Sam, good morning. How you guys doing? We are uh, doing about like everybody else is doing, you know. Could be better, could be worse. 
It's how it always works out. I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious with you. A uh, just a whole roller coaster of emotions and thoughts must have been uh, playing out for you uh, over these last few days, and and now I guess uh, a little more than a week. Um, from the big shot, uh, finding out there isn't going to be an NCAA tournament. Uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, it's uh, it's been probably probably the craziest week of my life, to be honest. It's going from the high of highs, where we win the conference tournament in dramatic fashion, um, we we know without a doubt we're going into the tournament, don't have to worry about it, <clears throat> to, hey, we're going to play this tournament without fans, which would have been awful, to in the span of 24 hours, every league gets canceled and the NCAA tournament gets canceled, so... Um, it was the high of highs and it was the low of lows. So um, it's been a, obviously at this point, like, um, and with everything that's going on, it's <clears throat> probably the right decision. So I'm not really angry about it, but uh, it's been a crazy week for sure. I'm wondering, Sam, you know, your, your accomplishments will stand forever now for Utah State. You went out with, uh, you know, probably the most unbelievable play in school history or the best anyway and it was so dramatic and all of us were watching it and we're all excited for you and the team and coach smith and all that but i'm wondering you know the disappointment i get it as far as that goes 20 30 years from now uh when you look back and they have a reunion of the 2019 2020 season do you think that you would be in the position because I do, but I'm wondering what you would think, that you would be in the position to really celebrate this season even though there was the disappointment at the end and it would get to the point where you wouldn't let the disappointment of the end take away from the phenomenal season and the great accomplishments and the good times you had with the guys and the coaches. Oh, for sure. There's Well, there's always going to be, no matter what, there's always going to be the, the thought that, um, something was left unsaid and that we could have done something special. But at the end of the day, like even right now, we're happy with how our season went. And, uh, we were able to go out on top with the conference championship. So, um, and we learned so much and, and grew so much. And um, there was some adversity this season and we fought through that and, and did things the right way. So no matter what, whether even if we're, we're always – a little bit disappointed that there wasn't an opportunity to do something more. Um, I know this team will will always be happy with the work that we put in and, and the results that we had. Sam Merrill joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I'm wondering if you've spent any time contemplating uh, how fortunate you were that the Mountain West Conference Tournament was a week earlier than it normally is. So you got to play the whole tournament. You got to hit the shot and win the thing because there are a lot of conferences. Their tournaments got shut down, you know, first round, quarterfinals. Some teams never got going. Yeah, we, uh, we spent all year complaining about it. <laughs> but in hindsight, that was a great decision by the league. And uh, we're, like you said, very fortunate to have been able to play and finish our tournament. Uh, obviously, I feel for all the the leagues that that weren't able to do that. There were even a couple games that were that were canceled mid game. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but yeah, to to be able to finish our tournament and especially us be able to win our tournament, um, it, like I said, in hindsight, is is incredible. 
Some talk of seniors getting the year back. Do you think you would be interested, and have you heard from other guys, or would you want to just move on and get on with life? Uh, for me, it's for me, it's time to move on. I'm already 23. Uh, I'll be 24 in a couple of months. <clears throat> so for me, it's it's probably time to start making some money, or, or trying to make some money at least. Um, but I think that would be great for for guys that do want that opportunity. Um, all across the country, teams that had their season canceled. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, um, but if that does happen, then that would be a great opportunity for a lot of guys. So when you say make some money, are you thinking about uh, playing professionally, I assume? And if so, what have you heard from NBA scouts? What have you heard from foreign scouts? Do you have any idea where this might be headed for you? Well, that's that's what these next few months will decide. I um I'm excited about the process and the opportunity to try and prove myself. Um, I've heard very good things at the NBA level. Obviously, I know Europe is there and will be there, but um, I've heard very good things. Um, uh, I know the couple things that I have to improve on. I know that I have to get into great shape and and prove to um, to NBA teams that I can that I can guard at that level. I believe that I can, and I've been told that I can, but. Um, I have to prove that in the next few months. With uh, obviously, no one knows what's going to happen with the draft process, with the NBA season. So if that may be in a month and a half. It may be in four months. But um, if I can, if I can prove that stuff, I think there's a real opportunity at the NBA. And if not, then then, then we'll head over to Europe and see what happens. How are you going to go about the workouts with all this social distancing and everything that we're supposed to be practicing to make sure whenever the time is that you're ready to go? Yeah, that's going to be tough. Um, you just have to, like, like we're trying to do, stay away from large groups. So pickup ball may not be happening as much as, as people would like, but uh, I have a, you know family members that can help me and, and friends that, that I spend a lot of time with that can help me and uh couple guys that are willing to to work you out so as long as i think as long as you stay away from from big groups and and like everyone's talked about um practice good hygiene make sure you're washing your hands and and all that stuff then then i think we'll be able to work through this you alerted you alluded to the uh some of the challenges you faced in the middle of the season um, I know as you go through, you always analyze what happened in the game. You're watching film, but when you step back, big picture, did you get a different look on, you know, what happened with the loss to Air Force and Boise State? Because everybody had such high hopes and high expectations, and you ended up doing a lot of great things. Do you look back and think, how did that happen? Yeah, you look back at our um, at our three game losing. The Boise game happened, but to be honest, that was. I mean, we played fantastic that game for 37 minutes. So, to be honest, I know fans may not want to hear this, but I look at back at that game with how our season finished and just laugh about it. But uh, the the UNLV, we lost that UNLV bad. We lost at home to San Diego State, which which was fine, and then lost that at Air Force three games in a row. And we 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 weren't super healthy, so that was part of it. But at the same time, I think we just. You know, we weren't playing Aggie basketball. We weren't playing with the mentality that we normally do. Um, we weren't sharing the ball like we normally do. We just didn't have the energy that we normally have. And um, we just needed a reminder that at our level, with the amount of talent that we have, which 
uh, we were one of the more talented teams in our league, but we're not like a top end. We don't have top end talent, so like we have to earn it every single night, and we we had to be reminded of that. And um, it was just a little blip, um, but from that moment on, and including after the Boise State loss, we we really locked in and uh, looked in the mirror and and fixed the stuff that we needed to fix. And from that Boise State game on, we played played really good basketball. So, Sam, you've had a lot of tremendous accomplishments from high school all the way through to college, and we named you the DJ and PK MVP of the state of Utah in college basketball, and I just want you to reflect on what that award means to you. Well, that might be the most important award I've ever received. So I, I appreciate that from you guys. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a fun ride for sure. All right, well played there. That was that was well done, Sam. <laughs> so, hey, I'm curious. Uh, as it went along, we were all kind of wondering um, how healthy Kata was, and is, I mean, obviously he couldn't play for a while, and then he played, but he didn't look anything like himself. And then the the end of the conference season, the second round, it got a lot better. How would you evaluate his just his ability to do what he's capable of doing? Did he get to 100 percent? Do you think was he 80 percent? You're around him more, and you know him better. What did you think of the way he was able to finish the season up? Yeah, it was it was just funny to see. You could tell uh, that he was getting better and better. The funny thing is, is everyone um, during preseason and and when he was out. Um, everyone was was concerned because there was no timetable. No one had any idea when he was going to play. And people would be asking us, and, and we'd say, "We're right with you guys. We have no idea when he's going to play. It could be in two games. It could be another ten games." Um, but once he did start playing, he was he was rusty at first, and everyone saw that. And then he and then he re-injured, not re-injured, but hurt his knee in another way against Florida. So it took him a little bit. But as you guys saw, like the last month or so. I feel like he was as close to 100% as he was going to get, and he he looked like he looked like Nimi, and he and he played the way that we're the we're used to him playing, and uh, he was a huge part of our success towards the end of the season. So he got some NBA run last year, Sam. Do you think he'll come back or go into the NBA draft this year? Um, I don't know for sure. I'm I'm assuming he'll he'll go through the same process. Um, and see what happens. Um, I know he's made he's made some improvements um, as far as the stuff that he needed to improve. But when you're injured half the year, that really that really hurts your your development and and those opportunities. So um, we'll have to see what happens. But uh, I know I've talked to him. I know he's willing to come back if that's the case. So um, I, I hope that he does have a have a great pre draft process and and can make it to the NBA. But if not, then I think he'll he'll decide to come back for another year. You know, it's not clear what's going to happen as far as another year of eligibility. You've talked about yourself. There's two other seniors on the team. We've heard Abel Porter's in the transfer portal. What do you think the roster is going to look like next year? What do you think the team's going to look like? Yeah, there's definitely some question marks, just like we just talked about with Nimi. Not sure what's going to happen with him. Um, Diogo and Roche, if there is another year of eligibility, I'm not 100% sure. I know Diogo has told me that he would consider it. Um, but would have to, again, would have to go through a process and figure that stuff out. 
but there are some good guys, you know, Justin Bean, um, Brock Miller, Alfonso, Sean Barris, all the guys that played last year and played big minutes. And then we got some good new guys coming in. Um, Marco Anthony, our, our transfer from Virginia that sat out, uh, played on a scout team all year. He was, he's a, he's a really, really good player. Brings a different dimension. A guy that can beat guys off the dribble. He's really strong, really athletic. Um, he's a great defender as well. And then a couple guys that redshirted, and and I know they're bringing a good recruiting class. So uh, I don't expect much of a drop off. I think they're going to be a good team once again next year. So you've had a couple years around him now. Everybody watches him on TV. Here's the interviews. Tell us what Craig Smith is really like. <laughs> he's he's exactly what you see. It's uh it's pretty crazy. Not one not one day did he did he show up without without the energy or the enthusiasm or the excitement that you guys see that fans see in every game. Like he he brings it every single day and um he he knows exactly when to yell and scream at us and he knows when to be positive and try and motivate and uplift us. Um but like if you're playing for Coach Smith, that, that's the one thing you have to you have to be able to match his energy every day. And and it's funny, you know, for some guys, for all it was new for all of us last year. But for the guys that came in this year, you have to learn like you have to be able to match his energy every single day, or or you're going to be running for most of practice. So um, he's he's fantastic, and uh, I'm grateful that I've had two years with him. Well, Sam, we enjoyed watching your career. We obviously enjoyed watching the uh, the tournament and the big shot. That was uh, that was crazy. And regardless of how much the end of the season fell apart, you'll always have that. So uh, good luck with whatever comes next for you, and we'll be following you. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Sam Merrill, Aggie guard, joining us right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. And most importantly, as PK points out, he's the state MVP. Of all the awards he's won, that's... That's the one, PK. You pulled it out of him. Right from his mouth, man. It's, this is not uh, pre-planned or rehearsed or anything. I mean, I that, that was true, raw, real emotion right there. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Coming up next, we have all your feedback from today's show. We'll get to it next. Stay with us. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. Oh, yeah, TB to the TB. And we didn't need Steve Young anyways because, well, we suck. But, hey, Tampa Bay all the way. That's the big news of the morning. Tom Brady on social media with a long statement thanking everybody in New England and saying he's done with the Pats. What is next? He did not make that clear. We're waiting on that. Chris Sims, NBC Sports, said a couple days ago it was down to the Patriots and the Bucks. So if Chris Sims is right, it's Tampa Bay then. And then Jameis Winston, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. That would uh, He'd be out looking for a new home, and uh, Brady would be in. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, we had a lot of feedback here on the all-conference team. Taco Bell Aggie makes... Uh, Hope, the coach of the year, which is what we said. Merrill, the MVP, which is what we said also. And then he's got uh, Ryland Jones, TJ Haas, Sam Merrill, Yoli Childs, and Kata as the first teamers. So that's a little different. We didn't have Jones on the first team. We had Toulson. No, I can't go with that. 
And we didn't have Kata on the first team either. Missed too many games. Missed too many games and wasn't uh, near himself. He's got first-team talent for sure. I mean, he's a, in terms of talent, he's a first-team all Utah. <laughs> Thanks, Riley. Uh, the uh, let's see, we got uh, T. Creer here says he's a first team all whacker. His coach of the year is Pope, his MVP is Merrill. That's what we said. His first team, Sam Merrill, Jake Toulson, TJ Haas, Timmy Allen, and Yoli Childs. So the three Cougars, Sam Merrill, and Timmy Allen, and that's what we went with. Actually, T. Creer is spot on with what we said. Uh, the question of the morning here was, uh, how much are you missing sports? And Rob says, I'm going insane. I'm missing it. Well, if we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. Uh, that lyrics to a song I don't know? Or are you working on a new number there? Jimmy Buffett. There it is. No, that is a Jimmy Buffett. Changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. we got a lot of people here saying they have to talk to their wife, they have to talk to their kids, they have to talk to their family. Is it that bad, people? Is it really that bad? Not that bad, is it, PK? I think there's opportunities to talk more rather than after dinner saying, I'm going downstairs, and then around 10 o'clock saying, I'm going to bed. We can't get more sleep now, no doubt, no doubt about that. Plenty of time to, uh, you don't have to stay up for the late game on the West Coast. You don't have to stay up for the Jazz post game or anything. You don't have to wait for that last NCAA tournament game to end Thursday night at uh, 10.30 or whatever. You just shut it down now, which is what we are going to do right now. Steve Waite is joining us right now. Steve is going to tell you about a company called Simply with a product that'll help you if you've got a lot of employees working from home. Steve. Yeah, thanks, DJ. So uh, we at Simply, we are a local business phone service provider based here locally in Sandy. And our question out there for business owners is this, how are you going to communicate with your customers and provide the same level of customer service when your employees need to work from home due to the coronavirus outbreak? Does your current business phone solution operate the same whether your employees are at home or in the office? Now keep in mind, you'll need a better solution than just call forwarding to a cell phone. With Simply, your employees can make, receive, transfer, or put calls on hold. They can text, chat, and communicate with customers from home as if they were in the office. We can also integrate our phone solution into most of the major CRMs like Salesforce, HubSpot, Zoho, etc. We provide features such as click-to-call, inbound call pops with your client's information. We can log all those phone calls. We can log all your text communication inside your CRM. We work with any size company, and we're talking uh, companies from one employee all the way to 300-plus employees. Now, again, we want businesses to be safe. We want your employees to be safe. So if you need a phone solution that can allow your employees to work from home, please call Simply. We can have your team working from home in one business day. Let me give listeners our phone number. It's 801 676 
or they can email me, steveW at simply.net. Simply is spelled S-I-M-P-L-I-I. Again, the phone number 801-676-2222. And DJ, for listeners, if they mention 1280 The Zone, we'll give them their first month of service for free. He's Steve, it's Simply, and you can call him at 801-676-2222. 801-676-2222. Tony Nostin, you're up next. See ya.